Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Well, 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 Peru and Italy can just take a drink in the corner as they won't be at the World Cup. And our producer, Des Norris, who's Irish, can join us as well. But fear not, everybody. Fabrizio Romano joins the show to discuss the transfer latest, including what's going on with the summer of strikers, as we discuss as well. The summer of managers, Mauricio Pochettino leaving PSG, Real Madrid as well as they welcome their new star, Schumann-E, Barcelona as well. There's some Piquet drama, Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool, Declan Rice. So much to discuss. This is a live show. So throw in your questions. Uh, Tuesdays with Fabrizio Romano begins right now. Hey, everybody. Fabrizio, how are you, buddy? My friend, all good, all good. Thank you. I feel for you. I know it's not an easy day. I know this feeling, unfortunately. So it's not easy. It's not easy, but you know, come back stronger. So don't worry. Thank you, brother. I know Italians and Peruvians will come together just like La Padula and we'll make yes. it happen. But hey, hey, I didn't even want to go to Qatar, Fabrizio Romano. If you really want to be honest no, with you, no, nah. no, no. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> we can exactly. relax. Exactly. We can just relax and watch everything go in flames. But welcome, everybody. As I mentioned, this is a live transfer Q&A with Fabrizio Romano, the one and only. By the way, we're giving a Paramount Plus giveaway. And to celebrate our audience, both the OGs and newcomers, welcome, everybody. Today, we're giving one lucky viewer or listener a $100 gift card to Paramount Plus, the must-have streaming service for the self-respecting soccer fan Champions League. Europa League, Europa Conference League, Serie A, NWSL, Scottish Premiership, Argentina, Primera División, Brasileiro, CONCACAF Nations League, and much more. And this offer only applies to residents in the U.S. So sorry, Fab, you can't uh, uh, appeal to this one. But it's okay, right? We'll, we'll try and make you something else. But everybody, if you're a U.S. resident, you can apply for a Paramount Plus gift card. Follow Gigolasso Pod on Twitter. Follow Gigolasso Pod on Twitter. Like this video and subscribe to the Kegolasso YouTube channel and drop your Twitter handle with P+. That's all you got to write, P+, in the live chat. Or if you're not watching this live, if you're listening to this later, make sure that you drop in a comment in the comment section and we'll give you a Paramount Plus $100 gift card. Right then, Fabrizio, it's a busy summer, my friend, as we keep on going. Before we get into players, Fab, let's talk about the PSG situation. Mauricio Pochettino on his way out. Before we talk about PSG and what's next, what's next for Pochettino? Good question. I think it's difficult this summer to see him another top job because we can say that he's 99% all under control in the top clubs and I'm sure that Mauricio Pochettino wants to work for a top club so it's a really complicated one for this summer. Maybe he can take some time and then restart with a new project uh, next next year so summer 2023 this is the expectation around him 
so at the moment, nothing going on for, for him. His dream, what I'm told, his dream is to come back to the Premier League. He used to love the Premier League. What he did with Tottenham was something absolutely special. Even if he didn't win any trophy, his work was really appreciated. And so his idea is to come back to the Premier League one day. He was in the list for a Manchester United job. He was fighting with uh, Erickton Hag for the Manchester United job. So it didn't happen, but I'm sure that his future could be in the Premier League. But I think not this summer. All right. So we'll see. All right. Well, let's go talk about uh, Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, Fabrizio, as you've been reporting, of course, Luis Campos, uh, ready, set, go, uh, sporting director, of course. And I believe that there's, is there a little bit of a tiff here with PSG, Fabrizio, on who the next manager should be? Because obviously Galtier, Christopher Galtier, who knows Ligue 1 very well with Nice, et cetera, et cetera, you know, it's uh, movements towards him being the manager. But I hear that the owners of PSG, right, the Qatari ownership, they really want Zinedine Zidane. Yes, the situation is pretty clear. The interest in Zinedine Zidane is, uh, is always, has always been there. Has always been there because they always wanted Zinedine Zidane as a manager. But as of now, they have no agreement yet with Zinedine Zidane. So let's see if they will be able to change the situation in the coming days. For sure, for Luis Campos, the favorite option is Christophe Galtier. He's a manager who did an incredible job together with Campos at Lille. Uh, they won the league together, so it was an incredible experience for both of them. And Campos is convinced that he could be a top manager even for Paris Saint-Germain. So this is why the favorite option is Galtier. Let's see if Qatar ownership at Paris Saint-Germain could change the situation with Zinedine Zidane. But as of now, it's still an open situation. It will take some days. So Paris Saint-Germain are, are taking their time before deciding on the manager. It won't be Jose Mourinho. We had some rumors on Mourinho last week, but I'm still told that Mourinho will stay at Roma and uh, and there is no possibility for him to join Paris Saint-Germain. And so let's see, this Galtier-Zidane situation is still open, but I'm sure in the coming days it will be clarified with, with Luis Campos, who is working on it together with, of course, Nasser Al-Khelaifi. It sounds to me, Fab, that Sedan is open to it, at least more open than he was a few weeks ago. I think he's open to discuss. So, and this is already something. He's going to hear them out. Yeah. Yes, but at the same point, they still don't have any agreement. And so at the moment, the situation is pretty the same. Of course, he's discussing with, with Paris Saint-Germain. He had some discussion, but at the moment, it's not something agreed. So let's see if they will be able to, to change the situation. I still think that what they did with Kylian Mbappé has been incredible it's been mm. really incredible because Kylian Pe was really close to sign for El Madrid and they changed the situation in two three days so they can do that but at the moment still no agreement with Zidane yeah no that's a very good point PSG fans should remember that Kylian Mbappé staying with PSG is a massive victory well speaking of Kylian Mbappé and rejecting one club which is Real Madrid let's go there Fabrizio Romano uh Schumann-y, his press conference, very impressive. He did some Spanish, talking about Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, uh, inspiring him, talking about Kylian Mbappé, trying to persuade him to go to PSG. But I think uh, he's closer friends with Camavinga, so maybe that helped a little bit. But it's a done deal, my friend. Uh, a little bit more on Schumann. How excited should Real Madrid, Real Madrid fans be? In my opinion, he's one of the best talented midfielders in the world. We're speaking about an incredible player. Incredible player. He has power, he has quality, he has everything. So I think Manchester, uh, sorry, uh, Real Madrid are building the the best midfield for the future. They have, you mentioned Camavinga, Fede Valverde, and now Chouameni, and they have the leaders with Luka Modric staying for one more season, and of course, Casemiro, Toni Kroos. It's incredible what they're building at Real Madrid in the midfield. For Chouameni, it was not an easy one, eh? because what he said in public today about Kylian Mbappé, and not just Kylian Mbappé, is the truth. Paris Saint-Germain were pushing for Chouameni. Their proposal was ready, and it was a really important one, but also Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp had a conversation with Chouameni. He called Chouameni. So they were pushing for Liverpool to sign him, and so, you know, 
know, when you have Liverpool and Paris Saint-Germain pushing for you, it's not easy to decide. But I'm told that Aurelien Chouameni was really serious in his decision. He told his agent, I want to go to Real Madrid. No other option. I respect the other clubs, but I want to go to Real Madrid. And so this is how they completed this negotiation. It's an 80 million euros deal with 20 million euros they don't included in this deal with, uh, with Monaco. And so I want to say congrats to Real Madrid because they signed a fantastic, fantastic player. All righty. Well, why don't you hold my hand, Fabrizio, to lay Gaga song. See what I'm on about to do right now? Gaga, Slonina, and Real Madrid. We got a question from Rafa Cardenas. Hey, Fabrizio, any updates about Slonina? Is our boy going to Real Madrid? What's going on there? So, uh, Real Madrid made a proposal one week ago, eight days ago, for uh, Gaga Slonina. It was an official bid turned down by Chicago Fire. They wanted way more than five, six million offered by Real Madrid for, uh, for Slonina. So, this is why there is still no agreement in place between Real Madrid and Chicago Fire. And now Chelsea are leading the race for Slonina. So, I think they have very good chances to sign him. They are getting closer. It's still not a done deal, but the coming hours or days could be really important to understand more on his future. Uh, let me say that the player will stay at Chicago on loan, at least until December. So this is a positive news for, for Chicago Fire and I think also for the player. He's born in 2004, so he deserves to play and Chelsea have a doom and D. So of course, makes no sense for him to join Chelsea immediately, but he's one for the future. Chelsea want him. They made a proposal for 10 million euros. So this is the value of the deal. It could include some add-ons. So they're discussing Chelsea and Chicago Fire on the details, but Chelsea are pushing. And so I think they are now leading the race more than Real Madrid for Gagas Lonina. And they were really close to signing Slonina in February. You remember when I told you it was March that they wanted to sign him and then because of the sanctions, the deal was in standby. But now they're back on track with, uh, with Slonina, with his agents, with Chicago Fire. And so I'm sure that it could be completed soon. Well, Fab, this is a perfect segue. Speaking of Slonina and Chelsea uh, and US m and interest, of course, uh, we're also thinking about a certain Serginio Dest, uh, not really favored by Xavi and Barcelona. I'm hearing rumors, Fabrizio Romano, that Serginio Dest is a Chelsea target. What can you tell me about that? At the moment, there is no negotiation. So Chelsea and Barcelona are not discussing um, Serginio Dest. So at the moment, the situation is still quiet. In general, it was an option. So Thomas Tuchel and Chelsea board work like this. When they have a target, usually the, tar the same target is still in the list. And so I'm sure that they are still considering Sergio Dest as an important player and a potential solution. But at the moment, Barcelona have not received any feedback from Chelsea. And the two clubs will be in touch in the coming days because Barcelona want to sign Marcos Alonso and Aspilicueta, who are both out, um, out of contract in summer 2023. So Barca don't want to spend big money on both of them, but Chelsea want a fee for, for these players. So it's still to be discussed between the two clubs. So they will be in touch, uh, Chelsea and Barcelona. We will see what happens, but at the moment for Sergio Dest, there is still no negotiation. All right, a lot of Chelsea and Barcelona chatter. Staying in this USMNT talk, by the way, Tyler Adams Adams, of course, one of the most important players for the USMNT. I'm hearing a lot here, a possible report regarding Leeds. I mean, we've got a question here from Kamal. Any news on Tyler Adams to Leeds? But I'm also getting about Sevilla as well, possibly interested. Basically, Fabrizio Romano, Tyler Adams, is he leaving uh, Leipzig? Yes, yes. My feeling is yes. My feeling is going to leave the club this summer. Um, at the moment, there is still nothing agreed with any club. You mentioned clubs interested. Of course, it's normal. So many clubs are exploring this possibility, including Leeds. But at the moment, still nothing agreed. Now Leeds are focusing on Mark Roca. They want to sign him from Bayern. And this deal final stages for 12 million euros plus add-ons. They have an agreement with the player. So Mark Roca could be the next signing for Leeds. And it's a really interesting one. For Tyler Adams, he's a name they have, of course, in the Leeds with just Marsh. It's, it's absolutely normal to consider him as an interesting opportunity for the midfield. 
at the moment is still not advanced, but to answer your question, I see Tyler Adams leaving the club this summer, yes. Uh, I think it's a serious, serious possibility. Interesting to see where he will go. But Tyler Adams, keep your eye out for his exit, of course, as he, as he looks for a new club, especially before the World Cup. Arsenal fans, I hear you. I see you. I know you have a lot of questions. We're going to get to them after the break, I promise you. But first, let's go and stay with Barcelona, I guess, Fabrizio Romano. All right, Fab, I want to just set the scene here. Gerard Piquet, there's a lot going on with him right now. This is not... Uh, at TMZ, we are not a gossip uh, channel, but there is a lot going on for him personally and professionally. Reports, of course, of what's going on with him and his personal life with Shakira. That's one thing. There's also reports of Xavi saying to PK, look, I don't see you in my plans in the future. There's also all the situations that he does outside of the pitch, all his business endeavors and how that may be getting in the way of his professional and personal. So here's the question. Uh, Fabrizio, Jared Piquet, okay? There's allegedly a surplus to Xavi's requirements. There's family drama, business interest, as I said. But there's two years left on his contract. So what's going on with Piquet and Barcelona? And it's a big contract, huh? It's a really big contract. So what I'm told is that what happened is um, a bit different of what's been reported from some sources, but some other sources reported what the same information I'm told. So that Xavi spoke with the player. There was, been a, there was a conversation between Piquet and Xavi, face-by-face conversation. And in this conversation, Xavi told him, I don't want you to be focused on different things that are not football. I want you to be important part of this team, but focused on football. And I can't guarantee to you that you will be a starter as of today because we know that Barcelona are going to sign, they want to sign a new centre-back this summer and then they have many players in that position. So he wanted to be pretty clear with the player, with Piquet. I trust you, but I wanted you to be focused on football and I can't guarantee to you that you will be a starter every single game next season. The answer he received from Piquet was pretty clear from what I'm told. Piquet wants to stay at Barcelona. He's prepared to discuss with the club about his salary because he knows that his salary situation could create a problem with, to the club. And so this is why he's going to speak with the club. But at the moment, Piquet is not looking for a solution. As of today, Piquet wants to continue with Barcelona. Then I think in the pre-season, we will see how is the situation with Xavi, with the team, what kind of centre-back they will sign. So there are many points to clarify between, between Barca and Piquet. But as of today, he's not looking for, for a different club. He wants to continue with Barca and he wants for, to fight for his place. So at the moment, the situation has been a conversation between Xavi and Piquet, but not something really complicated. Something where Xavi wants to clarify I want Piquet to be an important player for us, but focus it on football and not on many other things. Because as you mentioned, Piquet has a lot of stuff to do out of the pitch. So he wants Piquet to be focused on Barca. It's a really important season for Barca. This is something that we have to mention in general. And this is why Xavi wants the players to be 100% focusing on the project. They suffered a lot last season. It was a complicated one, changing the manager, having Xavi, and then the situation in the dressing room was really complicated. They lost Leo Messi one year ago. So it was a shocking season for Barca, and then Real Madrid winning La Liga and winning the Champions League. So another big blow for, for Barcelona. So this season is too important for Barca and for Xavi, because the first season for Xavi, in my opinion, was a really positive one. But now... He needs to prove himself as a top manager and he knows that this season is key. So this is why he wanted to have this conversation with Gerard Piquet. Well, a key point you mentioned there, Fabrizio Romano, that Xavi saying, look, I can't guarantee I'm going to start you. And now I'm thinking about Jules Koundé. What's going on there? Because obviously he remains a target as well, but Chelsea as well. But, you know, some fans are a little bit worried about injuries. What's going on with Jules Koundé? No, at the moment, no. Chelsea are not worried with injuries. Um, they know that 
he had to, to, to do this surgery and so it will be completed in, in 20, 30 days. But at the same point, he's still a top target for Chelsea. There is still no bid because Sevilla wants 65 million euro, euros for, for Joel Kunda. This is something that we have to mention because for Barcelona, today is impossible to pay 65 million euros for a centre-back. So this is something that they are not going to do today. But maybe if they will be able to sell some player to change the situation, it could change. For sure, he's a player who Xavi... Loves. He would love to have Jules Kunde as new centre-back at Barcelona. Kunde, Koulibaly are two players appreciated by Barca. But as of today, for Barca, the priority is Robert Lewandowski. They will invest their money in Robert Lewandowski. They want to sign Robert Lewandowski as top signing this summer. And then we will see what happens with the centre-backs. But they need to be creative if they want to sign Kunde. Because as of today, they are not paying 65 million. So they have to include some player in the negotiation. So it's a long negotiation. It's not an easy one. It's not something that is happening in a few days. So it will take time to understand Kunde's future. And Chelsea are still leading the race because they're working on it since a long time. They have a well-advanced conversation with his agents, Kunde agents, since a long time. And so this is why I see... Chelsea's front runners today, but they need to close the negotiation with Sevilla and is still not at final stages. Yeah, and two clubs who are dealing with a lot of financial implications for different reasons, of course. Very quickly on uh, Frankie de Young, by the way, what's going on there? Uh, we have to wait for Thursday when there will be this internal meeting at Barcelona that will clarify their situation. But they made a proposal. Manchester United made a proposal for Frankie de Jong. It was last week. It was a verbal proposal. 60 million euros plus 10 million euros in add-ons. Barcelona said no, turn down this proposal because they want at least 85 million euros guaranteed for Frankie de Jong. So Eric Ten Hag is pushing. But at the moment, we have to wait for this new direct contact between Manchester United and Barca. To answer the questions we have, uh, Manchester City have always been interested in Frankie de Jong. For Pep Guardiola, is a player, is a top, top player, is a player he would love to have. But after spending big money on Erling Haaland, and I see Manchester City signing a new left back this summer too, they are already planning for big investments in different positions. So for Frankie de Jong, this summer spending 85 million for Man City is not the priority. It's something that they can do maybe with a creative formula, some swap deal, something like that. This could be an option. But as of now, not a direct conversation to sign him on a permanent deal. Beautiful, Fabrizio Romano. We're going to take a break, everybody. And Fabrizio Romano and his fantastic beard, which is looking better and better every week. We'll be right back. And Arsenal fans, don't forget, we got you. Tottenham as well. Liverpool, Darwin Nunez. Uh, we'll talk a lot more after this break. See you then. Welcome back, everybody. Fabrizio Romano in the house answering your questions. Fab, let's talk about Arsenal. What's going on here? Because a certain Brazilian is on his way, but I'm sure that's not the complete answer because Alexander Lacassette, now he, that he's gone back to France, they're surely, surely searching big time for a proper number nine. What's going on? Yes, they want Gabriel Jesus. Arsenal want Gabriel Jesus, and they are negotiating with his agents since long time. So we wait for the next steps. This week, I think they need to clarify something on Gabriel Jesus' situation. I still see him leaving Manchester City 100%. He wants to go. He will go. There are many clubs interested. So Arsenal have to be fast if they want to complete the negotiation. But for sure, Arsenal will have a new striker and they're working on Gabriel. Let me say to Arsenal fans, some of them were worried because of Edin Ketia was mentioned in an official statement last week as one of the players who is out of contract. And this is the reality because he's out of contract but what I'm told is that from both parties, Arsenal and player side, they will extend the contract. So Ketia will soon sign a new contract with Arsenal, a new five-year deal. They're just discussing the final details and then it will be it will be completed. And also for Arsenal, it's important to mention that they will go for a midfielder. Tielemans is still a top target. 
but timing will be important for Tillemans and for Gabriel Jesus. They are the top priorities for, for Arsenal this summer, but they need to be fast because many other clubs are exploring these possibilities. And so timing will be the real key for Arsenal in the coming few days to understand what happens with Gabriel and with Tillemans, the two priorities. All righty. Well, Arsenal, don't worry, because also, you know, as you mentioned, Marquinhos on his way, but I'm sure that Miguel Arteta continues to try and build his team because, you know, they they don't have Champions League, but they have Europe. And obviously you want to strengthen and and deepen the squad as we get closer to preseason. Yes, yes, of course. And I I see some of these names mentioned. Milinkovic uh, also always mentioned in Italian press. But Lazio want 75, 80 million for Milinkovic Savic. So it's a really complicated one. I'm sure that Tillemans is a good opportunity because he's out of contract next summer. He's not extending his contract with Leicester. And so this is why Arsenal is exploring this possibility more than Milinkovic Savic as of today. All righty. Well, let's uh, stay in North London, but let's go to Tottenham because we've got a few movements. Uh, well, reported movements within Antonio Conte's side as they have Champions League. And of course, that can attract a lot. And one of them was Yves Visuma, the very good uh, defensive midfielder for Brighton, who, by the way, has some off-the-pitch uh, you know, uh, sexual assault uh, situations. I don't know how that has been rectified. It's worthy mentioning that, of course, because it's important to note. But apparently, he's re- attracting interest from Tottenham as well. What's going on there? No, it's really close. It's really close. It's not completed yet, but they are discussing these hours today also to to complete this deal. They have an agreement in place, a verbal agreement in place with uh, with Brighton for Yves Bissouma. It's a deal worth 26 million euros with some add-ons included in this deal. And this is what they are discussing, the add-ons, the payment terms. So it's the final details of this negotiation. But if Bissouma and Tottenham are ready to uh, say yes and to complete everything in the coming in the coming hours or days with a medical who could take place this week. So Bissouma could be the third signing after Forster and Ivan Perisic for, for Tottenham. And I think it could be a really interesting one on a technical point of view because Antonio Conte loves this kind of players. The fighters in the midfield is something that he always wants and Bissouma could be a really smart signing for Tottenham. So it's a matter of final details. They're discussing the personal terms with the player, but the expectation to, is to get it done in the coming days or hours. So yes, it could be the third signing. All right. Well, we haven't uh, completely left the USMNT side, but I'm here in Weston McKinney. Is Weston McKinney uh, staying at Juventus or is there a chance... He's moving for Tottenham. Thank you for your question. Uh, sorry, the screen is so small for me. What is it? Blood spider? Blood spider. Yes. All right. Yes. I like it. I like the graphic as well because it's actually a blood spider. So a blood spider is asking, Fabrizio, is there any blood money for Weston McKenney going to Tottenham? What's going on there? No, at the moment, it's still a quiet situation around McKenney. Tottenham wanted him last summer, but only on a low move, not on a permanent deal. So at the moment, it's still a quiet situation. Juventus have not received anything, but... I know how Fabio Paratici, Tottenham director, works and he's always tracking the same player. So if he wanted McKenney one year ago, it means that he will always be a player in his list. He is the director who signed McKenney from Schalke for, for Juventus. So for sure he, he likes the player. But at the same point, at the moment, they are focusing on Bissouma. So I'm sure that then the next step for Tottenham will be the right winger with Spence, who could be one of the options. All righty, all righty. Well, thank you so much. We got a comment here. Um, CH Ghost, your channel is cold. I rock with you. LOL. I just don't know how to pronounce it. You don't know how to pronounce our channel. It's very easy, CH Ghost. Que golazo. Que golazo. What does that mean in Spanish? Uh, in English, everybody, uh, drop me your question so you can help him out. Que golazo. Fabrizio, it's kind of weird that he doesn't know how to pronounce yeah, it. It's easy. Come on. It's easy. It's easy. It's an easy one. You can do that. You can do it. And you know what else you can do, by the way, is answer some questions about Liverpool to wrap things up, Fabrizio Romano. First of all, Dar- Darwin Nunez 
Talk to me about the details of the deal for the Uruguayan star. Yes, it's done. It's finally done. It will be announced in the coming hours, but even the medical, everything is, is fine. So Darwin Nunez is a new Liverpool player. Contract worth six years is a contract till 2028. So everything has been completed even on personal terms. It was not an easy negotiation because many clubs were interested in Darwin Nunez, but Liverpool had been fast in the negotiation. On Saturday morning, they had a meeting in Lisbon with Benfica and with the agents. They completed the negotiation for 75 million euros plus add-ons to 100 million euros potential package. There are some easy add-ons and some difficult add-ons, so this is why it's a complicated deal to, to discuss, but the guaranteed fee is 75 and the expectation to internally at Benfica is to receive around 85-90 guaranteed million euros with some easy add-ons in the coming months. And so it's a really top deal for, uh, for Liverpool because Man United and many other clubs were exploring this possibility. Jurgen Klopp called the player and now everything is in place with a new fantastic striker for the Reds. Fantastic striker. You're going to love this kid, uh, Liverpool fans. Uh, hi, Fab. Are Liverpool going to sign any new midfielders in the transfer window? Because I think we desperately need one. By the way, Luis, you were spot on when you said two weeks ago that Liverpool will sign Darwin Nunez. Well, you know, it's just me. I, I thank you so much for this comment. Hey, by the way, a little friendly message, okay? It's make sure that you put that line above the end, everybody, okay? Because it's Nunez. If you don't put that line above the end, it's Nunez. And, you know, identity matters. But I appreciate you, C.D. Prasad, really a lot. Well, talk to me about Liverpool, Fabrizio Romano. Let's keep going. Because obviously, you know, there's some exits as well, right? Minamino is going to leave. There's a few clubs interested. But there's some talks for other players. But how much more is Jurgen Klopp going to solidify this side uh, in addition to Darwin Nunez? Yes, but the midfielder depends on the opportunities. But Liverpool always work like this. I love their strategy, honestly. I think they always work... Uh, with, with a smart strategy that means smart signings. If they have a nice opportunity for the right price, they jump into it. If not, they prefer to wait. This has always been their strategy, and I would say it's paying off. So this is why Liverpool will continue like this. So if they will have a good opportunity for a midfielder, they will jump into it. If not, it could be next summer or maybe in January, as it happened for Luis Diaz. So at the moment, they are still waiting on the midfielder. They wanted Chouameni. They, of course, wanted Chomeny. They were pushing for Chomeny. But then he decided to join Real Madrid. And so Liverpool will go for top targets, not for normal targets. This is their strategy. And with Konate, with Luis Diaz, with Darwin Nunez, it was a perfect strategy. The next one could be Calvin Ramsey. This fullback coming from Aberdeen. Aberdeen won 10 million euros. Liverpool offered 5 million euros with some add-ons. They are discussing, but the player wants Liverpool move, of course. And so now negotiations are going and it could be the next signing for Liverpool. All right. Well, final point, Fab, before we leave you. Declan Rice, a very wanted player, of course. Uh, we, we heard about how much interest there was from all over. Here's a question about it. Hey, Fab, do you think there is any chance for Declan Rice transfer this season? What do you think? Difficult. I think it's difficult because West Ham always say they want under 50 million pounds for Declan Rice and no one is paying this crazy money this summer for him. So they will try to keep the player at the club. They they say that because they want to keep him. They don't want to sell him for under 50 million pounds. They want to keep the player at the club. So this is the reality. But for sure... Mm, the situation has to be monitored till the end of the market because maybe on player side the situation could change. He doesn't want to sign a new deal. 
This is something I was told in, in April and it's still the same situation. So he's not signing a new deal. But West Ham are not disparate as he is still a long-term contact with West Ham. So at the moment is a quiet situation. Many top clubs are tracking him. He's top of the list at Manchester United since long time. Chelsea won team since long time. So Declan Rice will always be in the list of top clubs. But at the moment, no one is paying that crazy money. So if West Ham will change their mind on the price, could be an opportunity. If not, we have to wait a bit for Declan Rice to move. And we have to wait a little bit for another dose of Fabrizio Romano. I'm so sorry we couldn't get to all your questions, but stay tuned for more for Fabrizio Romano episodes. And of course, you can follow Fabrizio Romano on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, CBS Sports. Anything that we didn't bring up, Fab, that you want us to know? Sadio Mane to Bayern is something that could happen in the coming days. They are negotiating, Liverpool and Bayern. They are preparing Bayern a third official bid after the opening proposal turned down, the second proposal rejected too. And so now they're preparing the third bid for Sadio Mane. They have an agreement with Mane on personal terms. And so it's something that could happen in the coming days or weeks. They want Mane, Mane wants Bayern. And so work in progress on this deal. Does that affect Lewandowski to Barcelona? Let's see. At the moment, they are not directly linked. Uh, it's up to Barca to make the right proposal for Lewandowski more than on Sadio Mane deal. All right, my friend. Well, you're always bringing it. I love it. It's a busy one for you. I appreciate you as always. Fabrizio Romano at Fabrizio Romano on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And as I mentioned, CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. We are here as well every single day. We're going to do a recap of Costa Rica against New Zealand later. Who's winning that one, Fab? Costa Rica or New Zealand? What do you think? Costa Rica. Yeah, well, let's hope so. We need a Latin American team in there after Peru fail to do it. But as I mentioned, Italy, Peru, Ireland will be in the corner watching all these games, laughing our heads off. All right. Fabrizio we can do our own World Cup if you want. Hey, that's our a good idea. Cup. Let's do it. Ireland, yeah. Italy, Peru. Who else is in there, Fab? Yes. Ah, good question. I don't remember. Egypt. Egypt needs Egypt to be in there. Too. Yes. yes Ghana. Yeah. Colombia. It's not bad. Huh? It's not Hey, let's do that. Let's go somewhere. And forget Qatar. We'll do this, um, I don't know, St. Lucia. <laughs> somewhere nice. I think we can do it. Uh, Amalfi <laughs> Coast. We'll just do that. <laughs> I will be there. Ivory Coast. Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much, brother. Have a fantastic thank week. Thank you, as always. And thank you to all the guys sending questions. And see you soon. Here on Kegolas. I love it. Thank you, everybody. And remember, Kegolasso. YouTube.com forward slash Kegolasso. Kegolasso pod on Twitter. Remember, we're giving away a $100 uh, gift card. So don't forget to Paramount Plus. But thank you to Fab. Thank you for everybody and newcomers and OGs of this show. We got plenty more to come. We will see you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your weeks. Till then.